So, how do we intro this? Ah, uh, content warning? I, I mean, that's not I really guess. funny. I don't really know how to... I don't... There's not much we can really joke off. I mean... Um... Uh, he, he repeats himself. Not... No. Um, let's just smash cut to the intro song. Goblin Slayer. Yep. It's a very hot topic show. It sure is anime. Yes. Yes, that is. <laughs> very true. Hey, we're, we're being relevant this Ish. time. Kind of, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're, this is what all the cool kids are watching. Uh, I guess. I don't really know if it's cool or not. I don't know. <laughs> I, all I know is it's got a lot of controversy about it, and I don't quite... Like, I, I understand, but at the same time, I don't understand. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, welcome to Final Form. I am Ryan Taylor. I'm Mitchell. And Goblin Slayer is the topic for the episode. Um, when did this premiere? Like, in the fall? I think so, yeah. The fall, the winter. It's a fairly new show. It's only 12. 12. There's going to be a second season, to what I understand. Okay, so is the season finished? Because yes. I, I didn't finish everything no, else no. available. I mean, I watched it all in one go, but I'm still... It was not a waste of my time, but I can't say I enjoyed it. Okay. But I can't say I hated it. Okay. And I can't say I watched it out of morbid curiosity. I guess morbid pleasure. All right. It's the best way to describe enjoying the show, I guess, is what I did. Mm. I, I think I enjoyed it. You think? I didn't enjoy all of it. There are parts where even I went, nope. Yeah. Um, I got one and a half episodes in. And I know, like, there are other shows that I got through more of that I hated. I didn't hate what I watched. I just, I found it a little unremarkable. Yeah. I, I kind of, like, halfway through the second episode, I I felt like I, I kind of had the gist of where this was going, and I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on this. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of knew every beat the story was going to do before the story did it. Yeah. Which is usually, you know, I don't enjoy, but... I, I hate being able to predict plots. It's one of the reasons why I hate the entire genre of a boy and his blank. Mm-hmm. Because I can almost predict the lines characters will say before they say that. Yeah. But even though I knew where this story was going, I still didn't dislike it. Because I, I didn't know how they were going to do, get from point A to point B. Okay. I knew what was going to happen. I knew, okay, they're going to have a sub... He's going to end up having a small hair around himself. He's going to forever be awkward in conversations and they're going to end up beating the horde of goblins but how are they going to get there and yeah the how is what I enjoyed okay I definitely enjoyed the actual main character the titular goblin slayer and how he's basically the if you took MacGyver Batman and the Punisher blended them together and put them in a suit of armor because um, he's that he's got Batman's backstory. Yeah, horrible tragedy as a child, and he swears vengeance. Yeah, he's like the Punisher in that he is goddamn brutal. Yeah, and he's like MacGyver because he keeps coming up with crazy, inventive ways to solve problems that you're kind of like, why did you think of that? How did yeah. that work? And I'm not even making this up. Apparently, the creator actually did in, take inspiration for his character from Batman and the Punisher. Okay, so yeah. But his, this show is completely about a guy who goes around hunting goblins, which if you play a lot of D&D or RPGs, they're always like bottom tier scrubs. These are the things yeah. where you're like, oh, I'll, you know, go to that place and kill a couple gro- goblins, grind up, get some decent loot, and then go on an actual adventure. Yeah. But in this continuity, we find out goblins can be a bit of a problem. In fact, they're more of an infestation that are just as deadly as some plagues. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when I found, when I when you find out how goblins breed, you find out why they're so goddamn dangerous. They're basically 
fantasy xenomorphs, except for they only want women for that purpose. Mm. And when I mean xenomorphs, I mean that's how they leave the womb. Yeah. Yeah. Not pleasant, but because goblins are generally considered weak on their own, like one goblin versus one average warrior, Yeah, that's not even a fair fight. But the thing is they tend to go after small villages, which have no money, so they cannot hire proper protection. So the only ones who can do these jobs are beginner heroes, who are usually not prepared for goblins, so they end up getting killed, and the goblins end up taking their weapons and learning from those warriors and getting better and better and better and slowly they'll be actually hard to kill. Until we get a badass who is considered one of the best warriors in his realm who only goes after scrubs. It's basically like if a cop was only obsessed with going after pickpockets. Like you'd think, okay, there are bigger crimes out there. Handle these bigger <laughs> crimes. Why are you obsessed with pickpockets? But he is so good at stopping pickpockets that... <laughs> He gets a song written about him. There's literally in the story a folk song about the Goblin Slayer. Because so many small towns who would never get saved now have a savior who is willing to do this job for 10 cents. I just want to see, like, a CSI spinoff. Yeah, I will watch <laughs> That sounds pretty fun. About Agent Malone, who only stops the pickpockets. Yeah. He's the best pickpocket stopper. I mean, that's the best example I could think of of what, how to explain uh, Donald Sarah is without, yeah. you know, bringing I, I, in... No, I get it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, so often do you think you're... When you play a game, you often think, I'm the grand adventurer, but you never stop and remember... Hey, these monsters are apparently ransacking towns you never see. No one's actually there to stop them. Yeah. In fact, they bring this up with uh, a later character who's known as the Savior Hero, or the Chosen Hero, who basically slew an evil god, saved the day. He's the biggest, baddest hero in the world, and she's like, you know, if someone wasn't here to stop the goblins, there wouldn't be a town here to celebrate my victory. So here she is, the most powerful warrior. She's like, I like that someone's willing to take on these weak monsters. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, why would he fight scrubs? He's considered a weird, gross loner. Yeah. But, well, he has... I guess I should try try and explain the Goblin Slayer's backstory. He's the sole survivor of a goblin invasion of his town. Yeah. He got to see everyone in his town killed by these little monsters. And... And it's uh, like you said about it being a little predictable. I did even get to the point of that reveal, and I assumed you immediately knew that. I assumed it. There's gotta be a reason he's upset the goblins, and the most obvious yes is he survived some shit. So should we put a spoiler warning on this episode? There's gotta be a spoiler warning. I mean, I don't think we've really spoiled too much yet. uh, If you could not predict this plot in a lot of situations, you're either very, very new to anime, yeah, or very new to fantasy in general, yeah. Okay, or just. Like I said, it feels also kind of comic booky in places with, yeah. you know, swearing vengeance at the night. <laughs> so, spoiler warning, I guess, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it's the how that makes the show kind of enjoyable if you can get into it. Yeah. Like, he's very fond of unique solutions. Like, he uses, he has no magic, but he ends up finding creative uses for magic to kill goblins. For example, smoking them out. Using a magical barrier that prevents enemies from going through the barrier, shuts them inside their own base camp while they smoke while he smokes them to death. I would have never thought of using a barrier spell like that. Yeah. Efficient. Yeah. And he goes every time he fights goblins, he's apparently experimenting new tactics. Because A, he wants to find the most efficient way, and B, he keeps repeating that goblins may be stupid, but they're not fools. As in, if a goblin survives something, they know to avoid that. Yeah. They are very fastly Skinnerboxed. <laughs> Not Skinnerboxed. Yeah. Uh, Paddle at the one I guess? I don't know. They Once they learn something hurts them, they yeah. will never touch that thing ever again. Yeah. And to the point where even baby goblins will quickly learn that if they can trick an adventurer, they'll do it. Yeah. Every single time. And it gets pretty brutal where he'll actually just beat baby goblins to death because he's like, no, if they live... There'll be a new horde from this group. Because, like, one goblin can make 12 kids with one captive. Yeah. So, there's a reason why there's so many of them in this world. Because it's, you know, one equals a dozen... 
and those doesn't grow up pretty damn fast. That's a horde really damn fast. Yep. And they're also they like the taste of human flesh. So it's not like they avoid attacking men. They'll grab men and eat them alive in yep. front of their families. Which the Goblin Slayer got to see as a kid. He got to see them take his sister and make goblins from. See his neighbors get eaten. There's a reason why he's so socially messed up. Yeah. Which I will praise, because as much as often we see in fantasy stories where, you know, I'll swear vengeance at the night and then they become a pretty normalish human. Yeah. No, he was like eight or ten when that happened. He's fucked up in the head. Yeah. I think he, even in the, like in the manga, apparently, he admits that if you're coming to me for advice about interacting with humans, you're pretty crazy. Yeah. And like, he's aware that he's not normal. To the point where he's only interested in goblins. Like, literally, that's one of his lines. If it's not goblins, I don't care. Even when it's like, you know, a dragon's going to attack the town. Is this dragon a goblin dragon? It's just a regular dragon. Get someone else to do it. But if the dragon destroys the town, yes, but if we're all fighting the dragon and the goblins come into the town, we have no town. Yeah. He's not wrong, but he's also kind of priorities, man. Yeah. It's a bit of a one-track mind. Yeah, and yeah. to the point where most of his lines are, I see. Yeah? I see. Yeah? Goblins. Not goblins. Like, when they see a giant alligator in one scene, he's like, that's not a goblin. And the one person with him is like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but when it comes to goblins, he knows how to trick them, how to all their traps, how to, you know... You know how he can figure out how many are in a nest just by watching a few of them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's like two guards posted outside. That generally means there's at least 30 inside. How do you. I know goblins. He's essentially made himself into the goblin boogeyman. Yeah. Where it's kind of like the final. The finale is a goblin horde attacks his. where he's living. Mm-hmm. With a massive intelligent goblin. Which I, they never say in the enemy, but I got the impression that this goblin picked his farm because, fuck you, you're going to kill us? I'm bringing an army of goblins to kill you. You're just one human. Yeah. And of course, spoiler, he rallies all the adventurers behind him because they've realized, shit, we need the goblin slayer. Yeah. Because of him, we have more rookie adventurers who don't die on week one from fighting goblins unprepared. Yeah. Or hey, he's actually given us a good reputation because an adventurer is actually willing to go to the boonies. and Yeah. Or he's just been in the guild for so long and given weird advice. <laughs> like, he will give advice to new adventurers, but he only uses phrases in goblin terms. Yeah. But it's still advice you can use for other monsters. He's just mm-hmm. unaware of it. Yeah. So he's that much of a fixture. Of course the town's going to rally behind him. Yeah. So he gets an entire army of adventurers to fight the army of goblins. And what does he do? He goes behind the goblins and destroys their nest. Because he's the goblin slayer. Yep. That's his shtick. And then he fights the goblin lord one-on-one. And a pretty good fight. Yeah. Which involved a death I didn't see coming for the uh, goblin lord. Oh no, the big bad of the season one died. Spoiler. Mm. But this show can get gruesome in places. Yeah. Episode one opens up with the pretty three... Gruesome attacks, rapid fire. Yeah, I. It wasn't as bad as I expected. No, I was expecting far, far worse because a lot of people said this has like one scene that's intolerable. It should, you know, this makes anime all like I've literally heard someone say that this is what anime is. Then anime should be destroyed because this is too triggering. I'm like. I guess you know if something triggers a person, something triggers a person, but. Is that enough to condemn an entire media? Yeah, I, I thought it was blown a little out of proportion. Um, like, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I guarantee you Game of Thrones has done far worse things. I Honestly, I... I well, I won't get into Game of Thrones, but honestly, I, I don't even feel like it's the worst thing I saw this show do. Mm. In that, like... Okay, so, so there's a rape scene. Yeah. Like, and it's it's pretty quick though. Yes, like you don't see a whole lot. A lot of people will cringe on one angle. Like yeah, that. but like it, I didn't find it to be 
overtly sexualized, which is a problem that yeah. many shows can get yeah. into. I honestly, I found the whole um, male savior a, a little more problematic. Like that, that whole that yeah. whole stereotype a little more problematic than the rape scene. Yeah, and I mean that's just something that is fucking entrenched in, in culture. In, in, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, yeah. If I'm getting into that, it's, this probably isn't where I'm going to start. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm also like I, I don't know if I'm exactly the person to to. I don't know if I'm. I'm definitely not. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to to. Everyone has different limits. Yeah, and, and if, if that scene is enough to actually trigger someone, yeah, then I'm not going to take that away from them. They, no, they have every right to be upset. Absolutely, by that. yeah. But at the same time, I also won't say they have the right to condemn an entire media for that. Oh yeah, well that's not that's not even. That's, but you know how hyperbolism grows. Yeah, you can't you can't judge anime based on one thing like it's no. Um, definitely not as rapey as Elfin Lead. <laughs> and yet, no one ever brings that one up anymore. No, because it's not the same kind of rape. Mm. Because this is the full-on attack, yeah, pin down sort of thing. Whereas Elfin Lead is just like, oh, you're taking advantage of someone who is not a developed adult. Yeah, that is rapey in in, in a legitimate sense, but not in the, in the uh... which that really disturbs me far more than yeah. This was just. As, as disgusting as it is, it was more of a plot thing. It was to establish that yeah, goblins I, bad, killing them good. I don't know. I don't think it was necessary. No, I, it, I, it, I, just I ex, just explaining it. Yeah, would have been enough in my opinion. Explaining yeah. that they use human females to make young. We don't need to see that being done. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like okay. Yes, seeing it though definitely would motivate certain demographic. Yeah. But if you are upset just by being told that, yeah, yeah, I got. It. So, I'm gonna get into that first episode a little bit and sure. like how I, I just didn't really enjoy this mm-hmm. and not again not like I didn't hate it. I just to me this whole thing was it was very much like the same attitude of a lot of uh, a lot of things in the '90s. Yes, it was very like extreme. You know, like. We're gonna have metal playing while while a girl gets raped and then this guy kills a bunch of goblins and it's just very much like I don't I don't know what you're trying to do I don't really I don't really care yes yeah. you're not like you're 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 cutting yourself on the edge and ruining your own story yeah it's you're just it seemed like it was trying to be edgy yeah a little bit and like I don't know I. I, I didn't I found the Goblin Slayer from the little bit I did watch. He didn't seem like he had much of a personality. He doesn't. His, his personality is just the, like 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 you said. He he kills goblins. That's his entire personality. That's not that's not really a character. No, it's <laughs> not. You know I mean, he gets uh, four companions with him for the rest of the story that bounce off him. Yeah. But they're also kind of stereotypical characters their own in their own sense. I mean, the one that we got from the first episode, I assume it's one of them. Yes, she's and the semi uh, she's the next most important character. Yeah, but she's very much the anime stereotype of sweet naive little girl. Uh, yeah, sweet naive little girl who is very like has basically the voice of an 8-year-old and Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, like I said, this is almost paint by numbers in places, but at the same time, it's also trying to use that paint by numbers system to deconstruct fantasy stories. Because okay. every fantasy story I've ever seen is the goblins are no big deal. So yeah. why does anyone care about them? Yeah, this actually paints that if goblins are this big of a deal, what about the other monsters? And we do see other monsters, like we see an orc at one point who has got an army of goblins, and he is terrifying. If he actually walked wow. into a city, I don't see how a city would survive that. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the few times Goblin Slayer slays him besides a goblin. Yeah. But he only does it because it's kind of in his way of A, getting out, B, killing more goblins. Um, I think my breaking point, and the point where I was just like, yep, enough of this. Mm. In the second episode, we get introduced to his childhood friend. Who is only known as Cowgirl. Cowgirl. That's her name. Like, no yeah. one in this show has a name. Yeah. 
Um, so you see them as kids and whatnot, and then it cuts to present day. Yeah. And she is very much a regular shaped human, minus the fact that each of her tits are larger than her own head. Which is one of the reasons why she's named Cowgirl, because the Japanese associate big titties with cows. Okay. So it's that not does, even that subtle. Does, that doesn't make it better. No, it's basically like, hey, I have a character named Cowgirl. She's got to have giant tits then. Yeah, and like, I kind of laughed. Um, oh, yeah, I laughed too. But like, no, I mean, uh, shortly after that, they're on the road, and she's pulling this big uh, cart, yeah. cart, and he asks if she needs a hand, because, you know, like, are you sure you can handle that? And I'm just thinking, like, yeah, of course she can. She's been carrying a metric ton of tits on her chest as uh, in her adult life. Uh, obviously, she can handle a fucking I cart. got more of the impression he was only asking because that's what people expect him to ask. Yeah, I know. I'm just, but at the same time, I like her explanation better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's something you're going to have to get used to in anime, because that's not the last time you're going to see tits yeah, at that point. no, I know, but... In as... fact, hers bounce a lot subtlier than other shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... <laughs> I will be honest, sometimes that's enough for me to go, yeah, I've seen enough of this show. Yeah. Uh, I just decided to power on, and it was, I think the next episode, I can't remember what episode it was... Pretty soon after, where he actually did something inventive enough to make me go, okay, I want to see how he MacGyvers his way out of every problem now. I don't care about the rest of it, I just want to see his MacGyver plans. And lots of them are goddamn brilliant. Okay. Like, one of my favorite ones is he heard from a miner, like he talks, he, he learns random things about the random people. He learns from miners that flour or other small particles in the air in enclosed space will explode. So he buys a bag of flour, chucks it into a room, has the priestess close the room off with a barrier spell, lights the powder on fire, and kills a giant monster. I'm like, huh, wouldn't have thought of that. That's a genius. I like that. He's aware that goblins chase after lanterns, so he tricks them by sitting, putting something in... He, he puts, there's a giant alligator, he attaches a light to the alligator's tail, the goblins think the adventurers. Alligator mm. eats the goblins. Uh, I'm like, I like that. More of these ingenious yeah. ideas. Your dialogue, I don't care for. Yeah. Like, his party ends up being Ranger Elf, or High Elf, that's what she's called. Yep. Dwarven Sorcerer. Mm. Lizard Man Shaman. Those are their names. Okay. And part of me laughed at that, and part of me hates that, because I have played lots of... Final Fantasy XIV, and one of my biggest pet peeves is, my character has a name. I hate when people say, hey, DPS, because that's my job, I'm a DPS, or the type of DPS I am, do this mechanic, instead of, hey, could you say my character's name, do this. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, there's a reason why we have our characters named. Yeah. Be like if, you know, someone walked into, walked up and you say, hey, security, and yeah. only ever said security to you. Yeah. You'd get kind of annoyed by that pretty damn fast. Yeah. Even if, especially if you're wearing a name tag. Yeah. Many times at work, I'm just called the clerk, and I'll just gesture to my. Although clerk is not that inaccurate because my last name is Clark, and that yeah. derived from clerk. <laughs> so eventually, in this universe, someone's last name will be Goblin Slayer. If Goblin Slayer ever has kids, which I highly doubt he will. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. This is definitely not making any of my top lists of. No. Like I guess I will watch season two, but only for his MacGyver ideas. And yeah. if they're not going to, if they don't wow me after the first episode or two, I'm not even going to continue season two. Yeah. A lot of people said this was the next Overlord. It's not even the same ballpark, in my opinion. No. It wants to be darker than Overlord in places because it uses rape. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, technically, sure. Overlord does in places too, but it never on screen shows it yeah but like that's kind of worse yeah to use that as a plot device yeah it's, I kind of agree with that yeah I don't know I, like I said you never like you didn't have to show it yeah explaining it is enough for like I said me I that's all I needed to know don't need it, to see it like 
I, I've seen many a good film or TV show that included some sort of rape scene. Again, I'll bring up the Alien series. Yeah, yeah. That's technically what you would call that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, this in this case, it's just kind of like, why? why yeah. Why was it there? There's it was no... Well, it's there to explain why there's so many goblins. Because okay. you never, you yeah. never ever see a female goblin. And I stopped and went... No, I have never in my fiction, in, in most fiction, I don't see that, but you could have fixed that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there are uh, much better ways. They could just said they, they <laughs> you know, they, they produce like fungus. You know what? You know what? It, it, that's, that's lazy writing. It kind of is. I never thought about it, but that's lazy writing. Yeah. To, to just be like, uh, rape, I guess. So that way we've got we've got an answer and shock horror. Yeah, uh, no, no, this show's not for me. No, no, I will never. If someone told me this was their favorite show, I wonder why. But I wouldn't. I guess I would subtly judge them. Well, this is so. This is really popular, right? In some sects, yes, but it's yeah, like in terms of like newer anime, it's kind of uh, not that popular. No, it, it's uh, popular enough to get a second season, but I that feel like I've heard a lot about it. You've heard a lot of the controversy. Okay, a lot of people wanted to talk about the controversy and defend or yeah, explain it away or you know yeah. It's the same thing with another show that came out, Darren the Frank, which was controversial as well for a while, mm. and. I guarantee I don't think you're going to like that one either. No, I could... I've seen a couple screenshots that made me go, oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Elf and Lee. Yeah, okay, fuck that. Yeah, and no, it's extremely popular and also controversial, and I'm like, I don't... Yeah. Like, you're allowed to dislike something for a controversial reason, but let's, you know, not get pitchforks out automatically like some people do. Yeah. The easiest thing, way, in my opinion, to deal with controversy is... Not to get an arm up on arms of it because that draws attention to it, and some one's gonna be like, "Oh, that got attention. I'll do that for my thing." Yeah, it's just to ignore it. I if this was a real thing actually happening, no, don't ignore that. But in no. media, ignoring something is the fastest way to get it to go away. Yeah, you have a point there. Because the less we talk about something, the sooner it just fades yeah. away. The, the, yeah, it's it's true because the. Yeah, no one's watching it. No one. If no one's talking about it. No one's watching it. If no one's watching it, then they can't make it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good point. I know that's not as satisfying as, you know, attacking something. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know if I really have anything else to say here because I <laughs> like. I, I I don't know I I it just it it didn't really it just kind of like just washed over me yeah like it was like okay that was an episode yeah I guess that was kind of how I want to describe Attack on Titan but I'll say Attack on Titan was probably better and I didn't even enjoy the show I like I I like I said I enjoyed the MacGyvering of Goblin Slayer but that's not enough yeah. for me to say this is a good show yeah. I feel, I feel like at least Attack on Titan had more of a story going on. Yes, yes it did. The story yeah. didn't suck me in. Yeah. But I will say on a technical standpoint, it had characters who were characters who emoted and had yeah. backstory and, to them. And names. And names. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, I mean, yeah. like. And the Titans were also monstrous, horrifying, and gave you a reason to hate them very fast. I feel like the violence worked a little better in Attack on Titan in that like there were scenes that genuinely shocked me in what I was seeing mm. but also made sense yeah. in the story I, there's not, also, I'm not going to say all of it did no. but. there's also one thing I'm going to bring up about Goblin that annoyed the crap out of me yeah. and it's really nitpicky mm. half the time they CGI'd Goblin Slayer like uh, everyone else is like a cartoon yeah. he's the computer generated character mm. and then he awkwardly kind of moves yeah. but then sometimes he moves gracefully while CGI'd yeah I noticed a couple different like shots in there that were animated weird. That was usually him when he CGI'd. Yeah. Like he's shells, you know, he's colored to yeah. blend in better and in certain lightings, oh yeah, you, you can't tell but other times it's just like when he awkwardly moves I'm like, oh crap, he's a computer generated thing. I, I, mm. 
I keep seeing, keep saying, you can do that in your anime, but give me a goddamn reason. Don't just animate him robotically for yeah. five frames. Yeah. And at times, I will say the animation was good. Like, some of the combat scenes were good, but not enough to make me go, oh, wow, this is one of the best animations I've seen in a while. It was enough to go, hmm, that was impressive. But... I can't really comment on uh, episode and a half. I don't think I saw anything in particular. But. The only thing I can compliment the show for is it actually is a D&D game, apparently. Okay. The gods of this world are actual D&D players. Alright. And Goblin Slayer is, the, is basically, the way it's described, apparently, in the novels, is... Imagine you're playing a game of D&D with a couple friends. Yeah. And there's an NPC on the board. The piece moved on its own. He is so beneath the gods, no one wants to control him, so he's allowed to be free-willed. But he's so beneath them because he has no stats. Okay. He just has one point higher HP than average humans. Yeah. Which is how he survives some stupid shit. Yeah. Whenever he doesn't plan something, he has to use his luck stat, which is subpar, which is why whenever he chances something, he gets his ass handed. Yeah. But when he thinks of something with his creativity, which is... Like I said, MacGyver genius. Yeah. It's good, but when he just has to use his wits in general, he's an idiot in places because he has no yeah. street smarts. He just knows yeah. goblins playing. Yeah. And I f- that idea alone would make a fantastic show. And it's wasted of this. Yeah, exactly. It's like you can have all the great ideas in the world, but if it's not fun to watch. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the reverse, not the reverse, it's kind of, it should be more in the line of, like, I want to say, like, Full Metal Alchemist is a show mm. where the ideas are brilliant, and... The characters are brilliant. They're executed in a way, that, like, like you're executing the, these, like, great stories and ideas and different, uh, even philosophies at times, mm-hmm. in a show that is still fun and entertaining to people who don't care about that. Yeah, and let's admit it, Full House would be dark when it wanted to. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. Like the dog. <sighs> let's not get into that. Yeah, like, but that was way more powerful. That impacted you. That was character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's... You kind of have to earn those things. Yeah, I really don't think a show can ever... It's very hard to do a shocking first episode, in my opinion. I, yeah, I feel like you gotta, you gotta, like I said earlier, you gotta build to that kind of thing. Yeah. If they had, <coughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't know. It, I, like I said, it's hard to do something like that. Yeah. Like, only way I can think of it is maybe have a couple of episodes where we follow a mysterious guy who's why is he rampaging through these goblins' nests? Yeah. And slowly build up to why goblins are so bad and why he is such a hater of them. Yeah. That could have been better, but obviously that's not what the creator wanted to go for. Yeah. And I do know this is selling pretty well. Like the manga and the light novel are selling pretty good, but I don't know if I would call this super popular. Okay. Like I don't know if people like this or people are just buying out of. I want to understand more about this controversy. Yeah. Either way, it's selling. Yeah. It it it, it there is there's talk. Yes. Which, good or bad, it helps. Yeah. Right. Which. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely is not the worst show we've watched for the podcast. No, no. Um, and definitely not the worst show both of us tried to watch in general. Yeah. I mean, I can think of a few that aren't even animated or way, way worse. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? This is my least favorite show that we've done an episode on. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I just thought about it. And, like, there are anime that I, I enjoyed less than this, but we haven't done episodes on them. I will still say I would rewatch this before I rewatch Fully Cooley. Oh man, Fully Cooley, like not even. But yeah, that's like, just me and you being different. I mean, yeah, for sure. Almost like we're allowed to do that. <laughs> but I definitely would not like every other show we've done. I would watch before this one. Yeah, yeah. Even Attack on Titan, which I yeah could not. I still haven't started season three of that. Mm, I'll get around to it. Yeah. Uh. So, uh... I think that's all we can say about... I think the, that's it for Goblin the good Slayer. Mr. Goblin Slayer. Yeah. Um, uh, if, if, like I said, there's a season two coming out, and if yeah. you enjoy the show, and we got this completely wrong, I'm sure you're already commenting about it. 
Yeah. Whether or not I actually read and care about your comment is another story. <laughs> Man, if we get if we get like angry comments, that's at least interaction. It's yes. At least people are listening. And if we get angry comments, that means we'll probably have to do season two. Yeah. Okay. Which. Yeah. Sounds good. Means you'll have to finish season one. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. Don't know about all that. Um. So we have a question. Yes, from my buddy Soul. Yes. Uh, do I still have it? A very timely question. That it was. It was amazingly time for both of us. I, yeah. Let's see. We like to do questions every episode uh, from the listeners. See if I can find it on my phone. Yep. Good old dead air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, wait. That was an amazing Zangief I found for you. Yep, yep, yep. Come on, phone, don't... Uh, oh, yes, uh, he wanted to know what uh, what do you guys look for in a collector set for a show or for video games in general, you know, the yeah. deluxe box sets or whatever when you want okay, to buy okay. that, or... Yeah. The fancy editions. That's fair. That's fair. Editions. And, uh... You know, for me, it's case by case, I want to yeah. say. You know, I'll, I'll get in. I'll get into it first because I feel like I have a little less to say than you. Sure. I'm not as much of a collector as you are, and I know. I've, I've noticed. I've been out of. I, I used to be a big collector in in a lot of things. I don't have. Like, you can't see them all here. I have like storage boxes. Yeah. No, I understand that. Um. But yesterday, funny enough, I sat down and for the first time in my life, I watched a movie with an audio commentary track. I'd never done it before, which is weird considering I'm obsessed with movies and obsessed with podcasting. Which is <laughs> funny. I am not obsessed with behind the scenes, but I've done that for several movies yeah. and shows. Yeah. So, weirdness there. So I uh, got to looking through different box sets that I owned and so on. I noticed that some of them don't have any of these tracks. And I guess that is, like, I, I, I've really enjoyed that yesterday. I mean, it, it makes sense. I love listening to people just talk about the things that they create. I love behind the scenes. I love trivia, especially about movies and TV shows that I'm a big fan of. Yeah. So I feel like that is a big one for me, um, even though I, I literally just started yesterday. <laughs> um, like, sure, the, the, the casing definitely does not hurt. Yes. Uh, in particular, I, I own all the seasons of Game of Thrones. You can see them up there. And those box sets are absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. They they put a lot of like I I enjoy it when uh, I mean DVDs Blu-rays they're not cheap. No, they're not. Uh, especially when you get into TV shows and yeah. when when you pay for something and you look back at it and like you actually see that okay they put care into this they they you know like this is not a cheap material it is it's nicely laid out it you're yeah. getting your money's worth that's always nice to see. Um, I'm just going to bring a small side tangent for yeah. the anime side of this. You think their DVD box sets are expensive in the West. <laughs> you have not seen the prices for the DVD box sets or even just single DVDs in in Japan. Yeah. Where a single DVD, which may have two to three episodes on, will cost you the full price of a box set in the West. That's insane. I know. I, I pay the Japanese so much at times for that. Yeah. But it's just what they expect from their media. Yeah. Like Even in looking at, like, like I own a couple... Uh, anime Blu-rays, just looking at some of the prices, they're so expensive. And then they're even more expensive in Japan. You're yeah. Like, Why? What the? But for me, when I buy like a collector's edition or a box set, yeah. the first thing I want is behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Yeah. Like, uh, especially when it comes to movies or shows, like, I, I would like to have... I don't always, but some of the best ones are have the Futurama ones. And that's one of the things I don't like about anime DVDs. They rarely have commentary. Yeah. But the handful of ones that do rocked my world so much, I yeah. adored them and sing the praises to them, especially Full Metal Alchemist, which had two or three episodes only out of the entire 50 episodes in the box that I bought for the first season, the first yeah. uh, Full Metal Alchemist, had two or three episodes with commentary, and they were so funny and so amazing and so yeah. much behind the scenes. And they painted a picture with just the words yeah. while I'm watching one of my favorite shows. I yeah. love that. Yeah. But when it comes to actual physical items, yeah, I gotta feel it's either a priced well. Like I almost bought the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom's last game they came up with, the one with 
Oh, okay. That one came with a statue of several characters and Infinity Stones. Yeah. I looked at the price of it, it would have been like $200. Yeah. No. No. That's because the game itself is 60 bucks. Yeah. I would have paid maybe 140 for that. Even though these are big statues, I didn't like all the statues. Yeah. I liked... Uh, it came with an Iron Man statue, which I liked, and I think a Chun-Li statue, which I kind of liked. Okay, yeah. And the Infinity Gems were just flat little pieces of plastic that looked like mm-hmm. Infinity Gems. I'm like, yeah. you couldn't even do, like, full 3D little stones? Yeah. Which is what I look for. Uh, the first box that I ever bought was Arkham Asylums. Came with a fancy box, yeah, which had a battering inside of it. Uh, the behind-the-scenes DVD for the game, the game, yep. and a leather-bound art book, which was also filled with the profiles of all the asylums, all the members of the asylum at the time. Yep, that's how you do it. Yeah, a nice, simple piece of merchandise. It's a battering. It's not fancy, yep. but that leather-bound book that was amazingly enough for me to. Pay, I think it was 120 bucks for that. Yeah. That was a game and a half. Fair enough. So I tried to get all the collector's editions for the Arkham series because every single one was good. Arkham City came with a Batman statue, which I really like that Batman statue. Yeah. I didn't get Arkham Knights because of. I couldn't because of the timing. Yeah. But Arkham Origins, which was a meh game, yeah. has this epic statue of the Joker. Yeah, yeah. And I've shown that to Ryan, and yeah. it looks really cool, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I've got other, I got, I collect toys, and I have those toys on the statue with Joker, and it looks really fucking sweet. It became a centerpiece. Yeah. So, when you buy a physical item like that, I want to be either a centerpiece or a, this is a discussing point. Yeah. If it's just a weird statue with no real... Yeah. Eh. Like if, if it, it either has to be a very iconic looking thing, or a very, what is that? I need to know what. Yeah. Because you've seen my collection. Not everything in my collection drew your eye. No, no, of course. Of course not. Yeah. So if I'm going to spend X number of dollars, yeah. I want to draw people's eyes. Yeah. I want it as a status symbol, I guess. Yeah. But the most important thing is I want commentary. Yeah. Or even uh, an additional soundtrack. Like, I bought a lot of games that came with free soundtracks. Yeah. Although I'm pissed off that oftentimes they'll give you 12 songs and other 300. Mm, yeah, and even then they'll give you like the two minute versions. Yeah, when some of these songs are like five to ten minutes. Yeah, um, I think for me what it comes down to is I'm not big on like I'm I'm not a big memorabilia guy. Mm. So physical things aren't gonna entice me, but actual content. Yeah, be it in terms of movies and TV shows, like behind the scenes or, or commentary tracks, or with a a game, I guess more of like. Um, more actual in-game content. Yeah. And and not just... Costumes. Like, like, yeah. Like, not, the, like not the easy stuff. Useful. Like, I mean, like recently I, I bought the deluxe edition of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, and just the actual DLC is substantial. Yeah. I've done the same thing for Final Fantasy XIV. They gave yeah. me a free item in-game yeah. that makes it easier for me to get experience for my character. Yeah. Which... Oh no, pay to win. Yeah, I bought this. I would like to have a small... But the thing is, the levels in your game don't affect anyone else. Mm. I can't go up as my level, soon-to-be level uh, 80 character and kick the crap at level 1 character because that's not how the game works. Yeah. There's a place for PvP, and PvP has its own level. So I can go to that place and level 1 scrub can still kick my ass. Because they realized when you put two people against each other, let's make that playing field as even as we can. Yeah, yeah. If, like, if they did something like that for Street Fighter, yeah. no one would appreciate that, so... Yeah, exactly. But, I, if I... Taking Street Fighter example, yeah. DLC... When you buy the Cutter's Edition, give you the DLC characters for free, or yeah. early, or... Yeah. But don't just give skins. No, no. Like, those are nice. Yeah, skins are, are, are good and all, but... They're not what people really want collector's editions for. No, exactly. You want either the DLC characters early or the soundtrack. Yeah. Something substantial. Yeah, something... And, and, and the better... You, the more you can use it outside the game, the better it is, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and like like I said, like I'm not that big on uh, memorabilia, but if it's a physical thing, like, like a keychain. Yeah. Or... Uh, the CD. Yeah, like... like Little things that I can actually, like, you know, I can stick this in my keys. I can actually make some use of it yeah. or something, you know, like... 
Oh, imagine if some. I, I would love it if more games gave up like mugs or something like that. Oh, yeah, mugs. Would be Especially, I, although I've seen some mugs that you cannot drink out of. And those are the evilest thing to give out as promotional stuff. Yeah. But you want that mug to last forever? No, I, if I buy a mug, I want to drink out of it. Yeah. I want to be smug while someone goes, "What the fuck is that on your mug?" Yeah. <laughs> or uh, t-shirts would be nice too. Yeah. But getting t-shirts in the sizing is always an issue. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Getting t-shirts in. Western gentleman sizes yeah. from Japanese producers is never gonna happen. No, not likely. Um, so yeah, I guess on that note, uh, yeah, we're we're wrapping this thing up. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we're gonna watch next? Yeah. Um, well, we're gonna watch part of a show next because it is far too long to actually yeah. get into. And if you're familiar at all with anime. It's exactly what you're thinking of. It is that. It is that one. <laughs> we do not have enough time for that adventure. No. But we will try and uh, go out on the grand line. I believe it's called. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I, I haven't started this thing yet. I gotta. I've only ever watched it. a little bit of the Four Kids dub, which. Oh, which should, which should, if you don't know, it's One Piece. Yeah, it's One Piece. <laughs> and I non-ironically enjoyed the dub of Four Kids version of One Piece, which yeah. a lot of people think is one of the worst things Four Kids has ever okay. done. Yeah. But I didn't like One Piece, so gotcha. seeing it be made fun of, in a sense, yeah. made it enjoyable. Who knows, though? Yeah. Maybe the... I haven't watched it for 10, 12 years. Mm. I have a different person than I was. T- t- tastes can change. Tastes can change. Maybe it was just... Like I said, I think it was probably because I was in the middle of my Shonen High, where I was trying to oh, yeah. watch as many Shonen shows as I could at once, and this one just didn't scratch the itch, or I was yeah. burning myself out. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing too. And right? I haven't watched many Shonen shows for a while because it could it could be the same as like like with me last year with the amount of superhero movies and TV shows and everything I was trying to watch. When I got around to Ant Man and the Wasp, it like it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, but it was I, I watching it. I could say like, I think this is good, but for some reason it it's just I, I think it's just a little too much like uh uh what's it's. Just, uh, it was a little too much superhero. Like, yeah. there, there was too much going on, and there was, wasn't enough to stand out at the time. I mean, at the time, I was watching... I just got into Bleach. Yeah. Which I loved instantly. I was getting into Naruto, which I sort of liked at the time. Yeah. I was rewatching Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's, was, that's a lot of showing. I was deep into two different Gundam shows at the time. Jesus. Because I had just discovered I could yeah. find one of them online. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I was between two other shows besides One Piece that I tried and yeah. couldn't get into. Okay. Yeah. But I also remember watching uh, Kirby's Right Back At You, which was adorably, and I still love that show. <laughs> yeah, a, a little a little too much. A little yeah. Too much Shonen. Yeah, so I was just, oh, I was probably overloading myself. And yeah, a little bit. I think the, la- the last Shonen show I've watched is My Hero Academia. Yeah. Which is such well, a different beast from the average Shonen show. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even think that'll be burning me out. So, is there any news we want to discuss, or...? Uh, no. Nothing. I think we're, we're at a pretty good time for the episode, though. Like, yeah. I, I haven't heard any recent news. No, the only thing I've heard is Broly, is, Broly movie is still doing amazing. Yeah. I could bring up a tiny bit of salt about Broly again. <laughs> I mean, if you if you feel like it. We're getting a second Broly character for Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh. So we're getting regular Broly and movie Broly, which is also which regular Broly is also movie Broly, so we're getting super movie Broly. Oh yeah, the, uh, the other new characters for yep. Dragon Ball Fighters. We got with that. We got uh, Videl and Jiren. They came at the same time. Yeah. I uh, really actually like Videl. She's a pretty fun character. Yeah. Jiren is not my gameplay style. Okay. But I, I have seen some people really getting into the character. But uh, Videl plays a lot like Android eighteen. Okay. She's able to summon a character. She both both of them are able to summon a character, which I don't know. Kind of feels like they're saying the women need their men to back them up. Mm, but yeah. as they summon them for different things, and Videl summons Gohan or the Great Saiyan. I'm sorry, he's more of a jokester character, so it doesn't feel exactly the same. But as Videl actually will say in her victory line, "I can fight too," you know. Okay. And she has Gohan helping her half the time, and I'm like. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about that. No. What am I? What am I thinking too much into that? Uh, no, I mean it's worth it. It's worth acknowledging, right? Yeah, I mean the only female character who is completely by herself 
is the original character of Android 21. Yeah. And she's kind of psychotic. Yeah. But at the same time, doing 18 and 17 makes sense, but then 17 got his own character. Like, he's his own separate character, so you can have two 17s on a team, in a sense. Yeah. And that's kind of weird. Hmm. And also, if you have a Krillin in your team, 18 will change some of her attacks, so Krillin helps instead. Which is cute. They're married, so it's nice, okay. to, nice to see a battle couple. But at the same time, you're like, she probably could have been on her own. Yeah. Especially now that 17's on his own. Yeah. That just feels really awkward. Because at any point, you can have four 17's on screen. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, because you can have him call for assists and have 18 user attacks that's on 17, so those four 17's shooting each other. And you're just like, yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I believe that is a wrap. That's a good place to end, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks again for tuning in to Final Form. You can check out other episodes of Final Form Jedi Dropouts. Um, the new episode of Jedi Dropouts is not up as of the recording, but it will be as of the time that you're listening. Time travel shenanigans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can check out other episodes of that. As well as Hyper Battle, if that ever... I still need to get the energy to do that. Whenever whatever it happens. Whenever that happens. Uh, I hope no one's on bated breath for that, but I highly doubt that. It, it, you're, you're just highly awaiting the premiere of Season 2, that's all. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you how far Season 2 comes along. I haven't picked a show for it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it'll come when it it'll comes. It'll come. Um, it's more of a passion project, I think. You can check any of that out. <laughs> oh, that's a long sentence. Over at uh, www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next time after we partake of the gum gum fruit. Yes, uh, make sure you check out the new episode in about two weeks' time. Uh, One piece. Catch you later. Later. This has been a Jedi Dropouts production.